Welcome to the Goals and Gratitude podcast. I'm Peter Sewell, author, speaker and adventurer, bringing you interviews and stories from inspiring goal setters. I also share helpful information on the science of gratitude and positive psychology. You can find today's show notes, photos, free downloads and lots of other fun things at petersewell.com. And Sewell is S-E-W-E-L-L. Hello listeners, I'm Peter Sewell and this is episode number three of the podcast. Today's topic is how to overcome negativity bias. As I'm recording this, it's January 2021 and still very much in the middle of winter here in Germany. At the moment it's snowing outside and I'm planning a big walk after recording this because I love the snow. Like every episode, I want to start by sharing a few things that I've been grateful for in the last week. We're still in lockdown, but I've been able to celebrate a few special moments. The first was a friend's wedding, which I attended online, very different from attending a live wedding. But when you have a strong connection with someone, even an online event is very special. So that was my first gratitude moment. The second was joining the Clubhouse app. If you were on there, I would love to connect. If you haven't heard of Clubhouse, it's basically an audio social network. And if you like podcasts and connecting with new people like I do, you will definitely love it. My third gratitude moment this week was receiving my new drone, a DJI Mini 2, which I plan to use while traveling whenever I get the opportunity. But in the meantime, I have lots of local places that I want to video. So that's just three of the things I'm grateful for in the last week. Today, as we move into the topic, I want to share some tips that can help you overcome a negativity bias. But first, I just want to mention a previous episode where I've mentioned gratitude hunting. This is a reflective process that highlights what you can celebrate in the present moment as well as the past. So it's both present and past. If you're interested in hearing more about gratitude hunting and the process I use to celebrate special moments, I encourage you to listen to episode two of the podcast. And of course, I include some helpful show notes in that episode. So let's move on with today's topic. And I'll begin with a definition of negativity bias. Firstly, we can say that a bias is a preference. For one thing, when we're given the choice between two or more things of equal value. So a negativity bias means that even if we're exposed to both negative and positive experiences, the negative experience has a greater impact on us. Two of the ways this affects us is, one, our ability to recall negative events is often greater than positive events. If you're older than 40, you can probably remember exactly where you were when you first heard about the September 11 attack on the American Twin Towers. 
And the second way this affects us is that our emotional response to negativity is much greater. So in the example of the September 11 terrorist attack, some people would still have a lot of negative emotions attached to that specific date. Perhaps a more relevant example might be the death of a parent. If you've experienced the death of a parent, the memories and emotions can still be very strong years later. In my own case, I remember very clearly the last words that I spoke to my father and even the details of the funeral. There's been a lot of research on this topic and in one experiment where people were exposed to photos that were either negative or positive, the brain activity was much higher when exposed to the negative images. So in the context of gratitude, what happens when we try to recall events is that our brains filter the experiences and give more preference to the negative events. And when you're cultivating gratitude in your life, you're basically restoring the balance. I'm not encouraging anyone to ignore their problems. I'm encouraging everyone to give a higher preference to the positive moments that happen every day, even though they might be short-lived. Unfortunately, if we're giving preference to the negativity, our mental filters rob us of celebrating those positive moments. So let's look at a few practical examples, and we're talking specifically about experiences that might be labelled as negative or not worthy of celebrating for some of the following reasons. So number one, not everything went to plan. You might have been on a holiday and on the way home, you got a flat tyre and were stranded on the highway with mosquitoes biting you. Not a fun experience. Was the holiday a disaster? No, of course not. Just because one or even two aspects of a holiday might have been disappointing, it shouldn't rob you from celebrating the moments you enjoyed. So the first tip is to break the experience into separate activities and celebrate the moments that you did enjoy. And if you've been following the podcast, you'll know that I recommend recording these moments in some form of gratitude journal. Number two, too trivial. So perhaps the experience was important to you, but would seem trivial to others. In past years, many of the experiences on my list have been related to fun times with my children, playing board games, chess, walking on the beach, or going to see a movie together. They're just some experiences that are special memories for me, though they might not be so special to others. My children now live in multiple locations, so any time we're all together is extra special. So my second tip is, don't compare your list to another person's list. Each of us live in different circumstances, a person battling sickness might celebrate a day they were well enough to go shopping, so nothing is too trivial. Number three, daily routine. Some experiences on my list relate to daily routine, but there might have been something different to make it worth celebrating. For example, 
a car trip listening to a particular podcast could become a life-changing experience. A train trip to work might be especially memorable if you were surrounded by snow, beautiful sunshine, and able to chat with a friend. A walk in the park might be extra special if you saw a squirrel for the first time. Celebrating someone's birthday in the workplace could seem ordinary, but if it caused more laughter than usual, it might be something that you add to your gratitude list. So my third tip is reflecting on special moments in your daily routine and recording them if they brought you joy. Number four, serving others and acts of generosity. So what do I mean by this? Some people give a lot of time and energy to helping others without stopping to appreciate the value they are giving. Helping someone to move house might not seem that special. After all, you might just think it's human nature to help others. But serving others can also be exhausting. There's often a cost involved. For example, it might be using time that you would normally spend with your family. And if you've received some form of benefit or thanks in return, celebrate it. If helping someone resulted in strengthening a friendship or giving you a new learning experience, celebrate it. If I go through my gratitude journal, there are dozens of moments where I gave my time or finance to help people, but I've been able to celebrate those moments. Okay, last one, number five, partially completed goals. Often our plans can change. We might begin a study course, but lose interest halfway through the course. You're not a failure. There's nothing wrong with changing your interests, but you can celebrate the portion of the goal that you did complete. I currently have two books I'm working on, not completed yet, but I can celebrate the completion of the first draft of one of the books and completing several chapters on the other. So celebrate milestones no matter how small or even if they're partially completed. And that's just five practical examples of how we filter positive moments. And by being more mindful of these five things, you can add more joy to each day by celebrating things that others might overlook. Maybe you have other examples that you'd like to share. I'd love to hear them. Message me on the website or comment on this podcast. And that's the show for this week. If you have enjoyed today's show, I'd love to hear from you. And the best way is to message me on petersewell.com or leave a comment here. It would definitely make it onto my gratitude list and only take a minute of your time. Check out today's links on the website, petersewell.com. Thanks for listening. And I really look forward to joining you again next time. Mm-hmm.